Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 46 and we pray our way through four different topics. Worship, Psalm 34, 1 through 10, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. As we open up in worship today, we have been focusing this week on the fact that God is loving, something that all of us are super comfortable and happy about talking about. Our scripture today is from 1 John 4, 16. 1 John 4, 16. And it says, So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Let's pray. Father, I honor you today for that fact. Your word says right there, God is love. And we do believe, we reiterate and acknowledge and confirm the idea that you have loved us so very much. And we're grateful for that. We honor you for today that that is part of your character, that it's just part of your nature, part of who you are, that you are love. And as we move forward into this time of prayer, I ask that you would guide my thoughts, guide my words, and that what we do would be pleasing to you here in this space, and that you would call all of your praying people who need to hear this, who will get something out of this to this broadcast, because we know that prayer changes people. It doesn't only change the things that happen that we are praying about, but it changes us too. And I ask for that as well, that you would transform us into Christ-likeness. In Jesus' name, amen. We're in Psalm 34 today. We get to start a new Psalm, 34, 1 through 10. And wisdom topics and tone just permeate this Psalm. They are just saturating this Psalm. It is a prayer of thanksgiving as far as a technical classification. The historical setting is interesting, and it's given to us in the title, which it's not always done. David had sought political refuge from Saul in the Philistine city of Gath, but the king's officials were all worried about him being there because he was powerful, he was this master military planner, and they were afraid that he was going to attack them, that he was there under false pretenses. He got out of that situation by pretending to be insane. So here we go. The title is The Lord Delivers the Righteous, concerning David when he pretended to be insane in the presence of Abimelech, who drove him out and he departed. I'm going to read, pray through these verses. The first stanza says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will boast in the Lord. The humble will hear and be glad. Proclaim the Lord's greatness with me. Let us exalt his name together. Lord, I choose to bless and honor you today. Choose to exalt your name. Your name is above all names. Your praise will always be on our lips. That sounds really spiritual, but I ask that that would be true, that you would work in our lives to make that true of us, that our praise would always be on our lips. I will proclaim the Lord's greatness. I want to exalt your name with those who are praying here today. Next stanza says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and rescued me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant with joy. Their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him from all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Lord, This is one of my favorite stances in all of the Psalms. And it's hard to pray it without singing because there's a song that does this word for word. I sought you and you answered me. 
We are seeking you today and we pray for your answers in all of our lives. As we seek you, answer us, rescue us from our fears, because many of us are afraid. Even if we're not admitting that that's what's driving our our decisions, it can be. And I pray against that fear. I pray that you would rescue us from all of our fears, that we will look to you and be radiant with joy, that our faces will never be ashamed that we cry out and you hear us and that you would save us from our troubles. We're not only held captive by our fears, but we are held captive by our circumstances at time, our troubles, and we need your rescuing. All of us have different troubles that we're dealing with and we can't compare them. Someone's might seem much bigger than ours, but you still have troubles. Each of us still have troubles and God can rescue us. And I ask that you do so, Father. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues him. I have a couple requests about this, God. Your angel would encamp around us, that you would teach us to fear you, and that that angel would rescue us. David says, taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the person who takes refuge in him. You who are his holy ones, fear the Lord. For those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions lack food and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Lord, taste and see is experiential. That is us actually experiencing your presence. And I pray that we would each have that in our lives, that we would each be able to grab onto a real experience of you in our lives rather than living on someone else's or simply understanding it mentally and intellectually, that we would be able to taste and see that you are good that you would help us learn to take refuge in you when we have problems and not in all the things that we tend to run to that are from this world. You who are his holy ones, fear the Lord, you say. Those who fear him lack nothing, you tell us. So again, I ask you to teach us to fear you in an appropriate way, that that would be part of our relationship. It's not something that is necessarily taught from the pulpit all that much these days, but it is so important. And you tell us right here, we who are holy, we should fear the Lord. Those who fear you lack nothing. Young lions lack food and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Put us in that camp, Father. Let us live in that place that we would fear you and lack nothing. In Jesus' name, amen. That's the psalm for today. For ourselves, we've been praying this week for our desires, that our desires would align with God's desires. And we have two verses, Colossians 3.5 and Galatians 5.16. I'm going to read them and then we'll pray about the whole topic. Colossians 3.5 says, Therefore, put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Galatians 5.16 says, I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. Let's pray those verses. Father, this is simple, simple to say, harder to do, but I ask you to help us put to death those things that are coming from our sinful nature. Put to death sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. Help us eliminate those from our lives, and then help us walk by the Spirit, so that we do not carry out the desires of the flesh because we want our desires to be desires of the Spirit, to be aligned with what you would have us do. In Jesus' name, amen. And lastly today, for our culture, we're praying against entitlement. 
Entitlement is the belief that we deserve things, privileges, or special treatments, or that we have the right to something. For example, I deserve to have children, or I'm such a hard worker, I deserve a good job, or I work so hard all day long, I just deserve to do nothing in the evening, to just sit here and chill out with my phone and the television. Or I've been so good with my finances that I deserve to buy what I want. It's anything that says, I've been fill in the blank, so I deserve fill in the blank. The only thing we actually deserve is the judgment of God. And John Piper says, and then we can agree with him, a sense of deservedness or entitlement will keep us from knowing Christ. So we're in Philippians 2, 5 through 8 today. It's one of my favorite passages from Philippians, and it talks about Jesus. And he says, have this mind amongst yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God such a thing to be grasped, but instead he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Let's pray. Father, if Jesus had, of anyone, Jesus had every right, he was entitled to all of the things that being the God of the universe is entitled to. And yet, He turned from those things, and he came to earth as a child, and he became human so that he could take on sin so that we might have a relationship with you. He gave up all of the things, took the form of a servant, was born in the likeness of men, humbled himself in obedience to the point of death, even death on a cross. Help us model that kind of humility that kind of submission, that kind of obedience in our lives as the church so that in our nation, people see a choice. There's not one generation, even though we think there is one generation that is full of entitlement and no one else is. We are all acting on entitlement in our lives. Help us see that place. And as a church, help us look different than our culture in our everyday lives so that we can transform our culture from the inside out. Lord, I pray against a sense of entitlement in all of us. Instead, teach us to desire how to be humble and serve others. Teach us to desire to give ourselves away as Jesus did for the benefit of others. Teach us the love that he had for us so that we can display it to others so that we are not worried about our own rights and our own entitlement, but we are more worried about others and what we can do to serve and love others. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all so much for being with me, for joining me in prayer today. We do this twice a week. We'll be back again next Tuesday with another broadcast. And if you are enjoying it and you have friends that you know would enjoy being along with us in prayer, I would encourage you to invite them along. If you're a podcast listener, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope y'all have a fantastic weekend. 